0: Welcome to the Black Woman Unfiltered Podcast, a podcast that explores the unfiltered journeys of Black women in discovering their purpose, owning their truth, and embracing their path of self-growth. This podcast encourages Black women to use their voices to reflect on their life experiences and expound on their truths that shape them into the woman they are now. This is Black Women Unfiltered, and I'm your host, Whitney Sam. Hey queens, this week in the chair, we have Ashley Anderson and Latoya Pickett from Curls No Lie. Curls No Lie was founded in June 2015 by Ashley Anderson. It all started as an Instagram page, curls underscore no lie, with the purpose of becoming an open forum for the natural hair community. The goal was to learn and grow along with the support of other naturals, just trying to learn what works best for their curls. In February 2018, Latoya Pickett joined the team as an administrator with the same vision for the brand. Since 2018, the brand has evolved into product reviews, a YouTube channel, podcast features, and brand partnerships, and now apparel. Let's welcome Ashley and Latoya to the chair. Hey, Ashley and Latoya. I am so happy to have you guys in the chair and so excited to hear and have you guys share your story about how you found your purpose in creating curls no lie. So hey, hey y'all. Hey <laughs> <laughs> so tell us a little about yourselves. Well,
1: I'll go first. Um, those that don't know me, my name is Ashley. I am originally from Jackson, Tennessee, a little small town. Um I did graduate from Tennessee State University, and I currently reside in Nashville, Tennessee. And just to kind of stay on topic, um, I have been natural for 12 years now.
2: Hello, everyone. My name is LaToya. I am originally from Little Rock, Arkansas, which is also another small town. Um, Mm -hmm. I also graduated from Tennessee State University. And um, I've been natural like nine years um so yes we're both natural women who have been through the struggle (laughs) and in in the glory of being natural um and going natural so we both know like what to expect and what to deal with so it just kind of just makes sense that you know to kind of create our own zone okay
0: So do either one of you know kind of like the background of like what being natural is? Because I feel like I've been natural my whole life, but there wasn't like any real like titles to it until like recently. You know what? You're right about that. Because Mm -hmm. honestly,
1: I mean, I think I probably got my first relaxer when I was maybe 12, 13. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I didn't think anything. Like I don't remember even no one even saying the word natural. I Mm. did not start hearing people talk about natural until I got to college.
2: Same. And I didn't think it was a big deal. (laughs) I would say like the only person that, well, the only people that comes to mind when I think of natural, like when we were younger, were um, Jill Scott and Khalees. And it was just like during that time natural was just like oh you wear your hair in the afro Mm -hmm. it wasn't necessarily like oh like no i just don't put like a relaxer on my hair and but you know i do other things with it it was just like no you're just a girl with the afro and so you know as we got older and youtube came into play that's when it really just kind of just blew up Mm, okay,
0: that would make sense. Because yeah, I was so confused when people are like, I'm natural. And I was like, well, what What does that mean? And then, right, mm-hmm, you know, there's- And I know
1: for me personally, mm-hmm. um, I stopped getting a relaxer because I felt like it was just thinning my hair out. Okay. So mm-hmm. I was just like, you know, let me try something different because I knew my hair was curly. You know, of course, when you have like the new growth, you can see the waves or whatever. So it wasn't bad. It wasn't hard to manage.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. I will also say <laughs> when I was in school, I tried to do my own relaxer and my like a side of my hair broke off like it was horrible. So, the, you know, going natural in school was like easier for me because I didn't have to worry about like getting a touch up and doing this and doing that. And I was very particular on who did my hair. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it was just much Better for me to just do it just all the time. And I I knew I wasn't good at doing my own relaxer. So I was just like, yeah, this natural is going to have to do.
0: Yes. All the cosmetologists you meet in college. I was very particular about who touched my head too.
2: Yes. Same.
0: (laughs) So I'm going to have you guys take us all the way back to the beginning. So I know, Ashley, you founded Curls No Lie in 2015. So I did. What made you want to start this uh community?
1: Um, well, I will say going back to probably 2014 mm-hmm. is when I felt like I perfected my wash and go. I knew what I was doing, I knew what products I liked. So there were a lot of people, like my friends, family, that always asked me questions about my hair. What do you use on your hair? How do you do your hair? Can you do my hair? Um, So I thought like the easiest thing to do would be to like, you know, let me create an Instagram page for natural hair. That way I can share with everyone what I do and I'm answering the question versus, you know, answering it multiple times. At the time, I was also signed up for the curl box, which is like a monthly subscription box that they send you maybe five to six products, full size products at that, a month to try. So what I was doing on the page originally was just reviewing the products you know, the product sharing like my deep condition regimen, um, hair tips. And then I thought of the name just because when I think of natural, I think of no relaxer. And of course, you know, lie is like the main product, the main ingredient, I mean, in a relaxer. So like, okay, curls, no lie, that's simple. Um, so then The page started actually growing really fast. People were engaging with it. People were actually DMing me for advice, which, you know, I never claimed to be a professional. It's just always been trial and error for me. Mm -hmm. And then I started grad school and the page kind of went on the back burner for me. It just wasn't a priority. And I remember Latoya wrote me randomly which just like, hey, you know, what are you doing with the page? Because I want to help and I have some ideas.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so
2: I'll let her take over and tell her
0: that. yeah I was just going to ask what made you want to join partnership Latoya?
2: A little bit with my background like at one point I worked for like a PR agency mm-hmm. and um, I left that job and went into another job but I always kind of just have like a particular with you know social media and just kind of like how it works and I always love curls no lie like i thought it was such a cute page like it and like It was just different and like you saw different type of naturals it wasn't just one particular natural so i really enjoyed the page just as a fan first and foremost Mm -hmm. and um i just kind of noticed like the page wasn't posting as much and i was like well i mean i know ashley so you know it would be nothing to help her um with it because you know i'm natural i understand like the natural process i have my own regiment and people ask me all the time about my how i do my thing so it was just kind of like why not help and so i remember we like met up at like a starbucks and i was just like <laughs> yeah like <laughs> i want to help <laughs> and um and from there it's just kind of just been like a true partnership for sure like um during that time we used to then we used to like post like one person would have a week and another person have another week
0: yeah we
1: started off like day like we would alternate days and Mm -hmm. then it was weeks because I mean we all know social media can be very exhausting so I mean yes it is healthy to take breaks so like when Mm -hmm. she wanted to join I was like absolutely
2: because I'm tired (laughs) Mm -hmm. so like we would have a moment so we'll go back and forth but like if you look at the page you really really know like who posts what because it was just very consistent um, but we kind of just got to a point where we was just like, okay, like we have grown the page a great deal. Um, let's like try to tap into other mediums. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, at first we wanted to tap into YouTube, but YouTube is a lot. and It requires even more from you, like, you know, the editing part, the recording part, And then we tapped into, okay, let's jump into merchandise. And so that's kind of where we're at right now is just um, utilizing like our platform to sell merchandise. T-shirts, hats, um, those two are our main things right now. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's really kind of been like, like a new chapter in our story. Because at first it was just strictly the Instagram page, but now like we're selling merchandise. So now we're like business owners and learning how to run a business. Like that's just a whole, whole, a <laughs> Okay. Okay. We're going to get into that
0: part for sure. So what you guys say, uh, Curls No Lie, is it more of a passion project or do you guys feel like this is your purpose that you're walking into?
1: I know originally, I felt like it was passion. Mm -hmm. But just, and we were just talking about this, how the day we dropped the merch and opened the website, how nervous we were. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But just the feedback we've gotten from it is like, well, you know what, maybe this is our purpose. Like people really like love our merch. And it's so simple. We did did not um, think it was that big of a deal. And that's just how like uh, Latoya and our personalities are a lot of like so we're like oh, okay <laughs> like we don't really celebrate our accomplishment so when we notice like all the the positive feedback people wanting more people asking questions I mean for me I think it's purpose
0: okay
2: yeah I honestly think it's like a combination of the two um I think like there's definitely a passion behind it because it's just, it's really just a reflection of our lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And I think it's purpose because like, you know, you are able to reach people that you never thought you'd be able to reach. And I think like, that really kind of hones in on like my passions in life and just really just trying to make the world better as much as I can, as you know, as little as I can, but as much as I can. So it's like a kind of like a, a double headed sword, like, you know, it's a reflection of my life, but I also want to make the world better as much as I can. And if it's just from, like, natural hair and just giving people tips, then so be it.
0: Did you guys feel like something was missing in the community with natural hair? Is this why you created the page? Yes. Okay.
1: Uh, As far as the page, when I started it, I noticed a lot of the other natural hair pages only featured um influencers or people that looked a certain way Mm -hmm. so one of my goals for the page was that anybody that tagged the page as long as you know the photo was clear i'm sharing it it doesn't matter how many followers you have you know how i think your hair looks if you feel like you you love your hair i'm gonna share it that's something i didn't see as far as instagram Mm -hmm. as far as the merch um we felt there was a lack because you see all types of merch for voting or working out or even just as simple as coffee Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i didn't see any shirts like for people with natural hair just to embrace their hair and that's Mm -hmm. the
2: way we wanted to feel like you know what let's let's take this a little further Mm -hmm. like i think people really have Mm -hmm. like this concept that natural hair is a one-sided thing and it's just it's so like it's just it's, it could be so different for so many people. And I just don't feel like it's just mm-hmm. reflective like that of that. Um, like people may think like, oh, you're natural, you wear your hair natural, and you know, and there's this one particular person. But no, natural hair people can be people who wear weaves or someone who straighten their hair. Like it's not just this one particular person or this one particular person with this type of, you know. How should I say this? Um, curl type that is more acceptable for like European s- standard of beauty. Like, no, like there's people with mm-hmm. um, 4C hair and their hair is just as beautiful, just as, you know, attainable. And and it's, it doesn't have to be like this one particular story. And so I think with us, like with the page, like that definitely was reflected of that. And and like um, Ashley said, like just in March, like you have so many different type of March, but I rarely see March that's reflective of natural hair women or just natural hair people in general, because, you know, there are natural hair men as well.
0: And I'm so glad you said that, Latoya, about how um natural is not just wearing it like an afro you know they Mm -hmm. have the protective styles they have the weave you know you have the lazy naturals (laughs) you have the ones that put the effort into it or like me i love a good head wrap um i'm known for not doing my hair and um Yeah, I'm not really into the movement like that where I will just be like, I'm natural because I've never had a relaxer Mm -hmm. in my hair ever. So for me, I'm just like, oh, okay. And I know I'm for B hair. And you do see those curl types where you're like, sometimes I look at a girl and I'm like, Mm -hmm. are you natural? Like your hair is like really like pretty curly, Mm -hmm. like European curly, you know? And I'm glad you guys decided to showcase different types of hair and different types of women and... I'm gonna be honest, I was lost in the sauce. Like one day I think your page just kind of like popped up. I was like, people you may know. Aww. And I was like, I don't know anybody. I don't know anybody, curls no I, like, I don't know. And then I looked and I was like, <laughs> Oh, I know Ashley. Oh, I know Joya. I'm like, yeah, I did that? <laughs> and I saw like, you guys are like, you guys have thirty plus thirty thousand plus followers. I was like, wait a minute, how did I miss like because it was right around when you guys started um, promoting your merchandise. So I was like, how did I miss this whole movement? Like, where was that? So I'm so glad I found you guys. But um, one of my questions is, do you guys think it's hard for Black women to embrace their natural hair?
1: Absolutely. Um, I know for me, I am the type of natural. I never know what I want to do with my hair. I may wear it curly and I may throw a wig on. Or I may just have, you know, some braids Mm -hmm. or something. And especially being in corporate America, Mm -hmm. changing your hair up. And then, of course, like when you're natural, Mm -hmm. your hair gradually gets bigger with the wash and go. Um, So I've just had, you know, comments made. Or if I have an interview for something, it's like, okay, what am I going to do with my hair? How is this hair going to be perceived? You know, so I definitely do think so.
2: Yeah, I also think so as well. Especially like if you're in um corporate, in the workforce, like, you know, like white people can say some interesting things when it comes to their hair. And sometimes I don't think they mean it, mm-hmm. but it's just like, bro, like leave me alone. <laughs> Like and, and like, also like I've noticed people will say like, "Oh, I I prefer your hair straight," and that's great and all, but like, are you gonna pay for it to get straight? Because otherwise, like, I don't care. Um, and but like, it is like m- much difficult just because like you have to kind of wait on like what you think you're gonna be perceived. And then like, okay, how mm-hmm. do I wanna upkeep my hair? Because I think this year I've had my hair in protective styles up until like a few like a few weeks ago. And so just being in the pandemic mm-hmm. and so forth is just like, okay, like what do I want to do with my hair? And like not have to necessarily worry about work per se, just like I'm at home 90% of the time. So what am I doing? So it's just an interesting time. I, I do feel like more women are embracing natural at your hair, but you still have to kind of like combat that with, you know, white people. <laughs> and also men, like men have like, they're also interested in terms of like, you know, hair. And like some men may prefer it, some don't. Some may want you to keep your hair a certain way. And again, my whole thing is, you have to pay for that. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, yeah, so, you know, it's, but that's just the uphill of being a black woman, honestly. So.
0: Mm, it's very true. I realize there's so many times I've stopped certain hairstyles or not gotten certain colors for fear mm-hmm. of corporate mm-hmm. reaction, or if they're going to think my hair is ghetto because you know they like to put all right. black women together and we're mm-hmm. all alike no matter what we're doing and uh, some people i'm like oh girl neon pink green <laughs> in your braids okay like i'm always like and i'm judging them which is not good i'm like damn what kind of job you got that let you get bright green in your hair like so things of that sort but I read your guys' message and your branding message, and it said, to show the beauty and variety of the natural hair journey, no matter the curl pattern, gender, skin tone, or age. How did you come up with this branding message?
2: Um, So, it's just really wanted to be as inclusive as possible. Um, Just going back to like, mm-hmm. if you look at natural hair, if you look up natural hair, it's very particular and that's just not really the case of what this like is for people it's so much different from mm-hmm. person to person and we just really wanted to reflect that and not be a brand that's just very particular on who we showcase so it's just really just trying to be as inclusive as possible um and really like we came up with that like years before like inclusive. Inclusiveness was like a key word like right now, you know, you see a whole bunch of black lives matters and just like companies and corporations just trying very hard. To be inclusive, but we were talking about this like 34 years ago, so it's really just you know we just want to be as inclusive as possible. Um, because going natural for a lot of people is, it takes a lot and we just want to encourage people to really just embrace themselves, no matter who you are, no matter how old you are, no matter what gender you identify as like, just embrace who you are because the world is hard as it is. And you Mm -hmm. have to be a strong person to get through this, this life and world and, you know, you have to be, a you just have to be solid to just get through life. And so, you know, just the embracing who you are is just really just what that reflects.
1: And then for me, um, what I thought about was comparison. I feel like every natural goes through this phase of when they're on YouTube trying to get their hair to look like somebody else's.
2: Mm-hmm. And then when
1: it doesn't, they're discouraged or they don't like their hair anymore.
2: Mm-hmm. So.
1: That was that's mm-hmm. what it was for me, because it's like you have to find what works for you mm-hmm. and love it. You can't you know expect your hair to come out like somebody else's. Everyone's texture is different. Curl pattern is different. Different products. I mean, because products can range from the brand to simply to how you the order that you layer your products. Mm-hmm. Everyone's style can come out different.
0: Well, that's so true. I've tried a few. Uh, youtube (laughs) tutorials and had failures that i was like this is not for me um but that's true and i love that i love your message it's so needed in this world and i feel like as black women we're always put against each other but to have a space and a safe place in a community that supports black women celebrating their hair and encouraging them to do that that that's great
2: yes yes
0: so have you guys encountered any setbacks <laughs> along the journey to uh, building this community? You know, we got to talk about the good. And How
1: bad. much time you got, girl?
0: <laughs> for real. All day, all day, uh, all day. Real. for real.
1: Um, I'll start. I think the first setback that we didn't want to admit was just us standing in our own way. Mm-hmm.
2: And just being mm-hmm. afraid.
1: Um, mm-hmm. afraid of everything and everyone except for focusing on our goal and what we want it to accomplish um, mm-hmm. Instagram as a whole has been a setback because, like I said, I started the page in two thousand and fifteen, doing one thing, then it changed to a shout out page, and now trying to transition the page to strictly a business page, uh, we notice like our engagement getting lower, our followers getting lower, which is fine. You know, that's what we expected. But, you know, it's discouraging when you work so hard to create content and people are seeing it. You can see the analytics. They're seeing it, but they're not engaging it. So it's like, what do they like? What do they want? We've always been like on the page we would post on our story and just Have people ask us questions or give us feedback. And, you know, people really won't say anything. They will have like maybe two or three that'll respond. But it's like we want y'all to talk to us. We don't want to be, you know, that type of page that we don't respond to people. Like we always Mm -hmm. try to engage and respond. So I I would say, you know, us standing in our own way and Instagram as, as a whole been like two setbacks for us
2: yeah I also agree Um, in particular with uh, Instagram like if you look on our page you would think we bought our followers just because Mm -hmm. of how low the engagement is now compared to how it once was and it's really because we since we changed up the the content of the page the algorithm of Instagram is not really like pushing it out yeah pushing it out to you know people like we would have we have like 30,000 or so followers and some posts may only get like 200 people looking at it and then of that 200 we might Mm -hmm. get you know 30 likes or so and so it's really just unfair honestly and Instagram has definitely been criticized like it's not a small business um, centric. is very focused on, you know, influencers, big corporations and so forth. It's not something like for a small biz- business to flourish on. You really, if you want to flourish, you really have to spend money to make money. And so that's definitely have been like a setback with us because we have definitely put a lot of money energy and time and not necessarily seeing it come in fruition the way we want it so it's definitely like in a matter of just like being patient and just looking at different avenues and really operating the website as if okay what if instagram is no longer like here anymore like what will we do like you know so that's like what we're really kind of like focusing on is just trying to how do we make the website better to where you know we can get impressions from different places, not just Instagram? And uh, another thing I think as a setback is like you know just being new business owners and um, just you know just not knowing what to expect. And um, we had to deal with a lot of delays in terms of thinking like, oh, someone is going to create our website. And that didn't go through. And so we had to kind of do it ourselves. Then like photo shoots, people not following through on photo shoots or having to, you know, get nice nasty with photographers (laughs) (laughs) about getting pictures and so forth. It's like, you know, kind of like this uphill battle of like going back and forth with people, you know, while still trying to be professional. But, and it's just, you know, this first year is it definitely taught us a lot in terms of like how to conduct ourselves, what to look for in terms of taxes. Cause that's another thing we could talk about <laughs> forever about right. how taxes <laughs> are something else. Um, so yeah, like mm-hmm. you know, but that's like expected, you know, like business is it's not easy, it's not really for the faint of the heart, and you really have to be passionate about what you're selling and what you're doing because you will have moments where you're just like is this really worth it Mm -hmm. and um and you know you just have to like just remember why you started this and why you're doing this and just keep on keeping on um but yeah it's it's it can definitely be a lot in terms of just like dealing with both Instagram and 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 how it's not letting us like really perform and and flourish and then also just the business aspect of it as well
1: yeah it's just really easy to get
0: discouraged
2: Mm -hmm.
1: because we also ran into Mm -hmm. some issues with um, finding a printing company like we would think we had it they send Mm -hmm. us a sample and it's terrible and it's like I didn't want to put out Mm -hmm. anything that wasn't of quality
0: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) So it
1: took us like we had we knew we wanted on the shirts. We've had that for over a year before we even released it. It was just about Mm -hmm. finding the right company, Mm -hmm. what colors we wanted, what sizes they offer. You know, we didn't we didn't want to exclude anyone. That's the main thing.
2: And just like, okay, like doing so many like test runs in terms of. Okay, how long will this take a person? And then the pandemic happened. And then it was like, mm. okay, well, how would this, how long would this last with the pandemic and so forth? So it was a lot of trial and error um, for sure. Mm. So how do you guys push
0: through the challenges and does it help having a partner? Definitely. <laughs> um, like we'll get on FaceTime
1: and have our moment and then it's like, all right. We're going through this, but we're going to figure it out. I always say, like, hey, let's figure it out. We'll meet again in two to three days. And by the time we both separate and do our own research and come together, we've got to figure it out. It's Mm -hmm. just allowing each other to vent and then taking a different avenue to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And also YouTube. Don't sleep on
0: YouTube. YouTube will teach you a lot. <laughs> YouTube I love is the go. <laughs> YouTube University.
2: <laughs> I call it YouTube University. Absolutely. no, no for real. Like anything. anything, YouTube has the answers. Like you can definitely solve many problems by YouTubing it and uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> just trying to figure it out. But I also agree. Like just having someone like you can bend to who understand who's in in the trenches with you like is definitely something that like is is a blessing because if i was going through this along i probably would have gave up a long time ago absolutely <laughs> <laughs>
0: i am done oh <laughs> well, that's that's really good so what advice would you give to people who want to work with a partner because i know sometimes you find people who don't have your same worth ethic, but it seems like you guys are a great team, so how do you balance that?
1: I would say by balance, we don't overwhelm each other if we have to meet, we're gonna just have girl talk first mm-hmm. um if I have to go up her house, we may eat, we may have some wine. I mean, it's not so strictly business. it's not like huh, it's not dreadful at all. It's fun, mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: so it's just important to pick a partner that you know you can work with and granted Latoya and I never worked together Mm -hmm. but the way she came to me and we met that first time she had so many ideas it was just like I can't turn this
2: down (laughs) right and I also think like just having a compatibility with that person like you know if you can work with someone or not and like just being compatible with someone. And I think with us, we're just kind of, we're so much alike that it's almost like, <laughs> kind of like the same person. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like, you know, like our how we react to stuff is really like spot on. Like, okay. <laughs> so um, it's always, I think compatibility is like the number one thing you have to like have someone that you can be compatible with because if not, like they're just gonna always be a clash. And with us, like we don't we don't clash because we're so much alike, like mm-hmm. we and we understand each other, and also we've known each other for so long that it's just like we just kind of know what to expect from each other.
0: Mm. Yes, that's good, good, good advice compatibility mm-hmm. for sure. <laughs> What is one pivotal lesson you guys have learned in this journey so far?
1: Um, for me, it's been patience, definitely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and, you know, everything just has its timing. And I know that is so cliche, but when it comes to <laughs> this whole process and everything that we've experienced just in the past year as a whole, I mean, the timing was perfect. Mm-hmm. everything just started to fall into place even if even if we had to pick it up and do it ourselves on certain things that we didn't plan to it just it worked out and we actually learned extra skills that we could use in the future
2: Hmm. I think my lesson is just do it like who cares if it's not perfect just do it like once we got over the hurdle of being nervous, like the it was just like sunshine like Like the reaction from people Were great like it was just Like it was just such a breath Of fresh air but you have To get over that hump of Of being nervous and just do it Whatever it is just do it like No matter what just do it and if You fail you fail you have a lesson There but if you flourish That's also a lesson so like Not being afraid to just take A chance on things Mm,
0: I like That so bringing it back to your guys' product line, how did that come about and how was like your first launch day?
2: I feel like it was something
0: that was always in the works.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. because like we had shirts like in 2019. <laughs> like we, we had them. We just didn't know when we was going to do it. And I think the pandemic definitely played a role. Like we would, you know, you sit at home, you start thinking about stuff. Like, wait a minute, we have... Uh, whole shirts that we have not sold or done anything with so it just kind of kind of came together like once the pandemic happened and then from there we launched we launched in what like september uh august i believe august and um well let me let me back up a little bit (laughs) back up so um We had it like as you said. Like we always had that thought of doing the sale. When the pandemic happened, we was like, okay, we're gonna do it. We ran into the delays with photo shoots and getting photos and so forth. And so it was until like August, and that's when we launched. Hmm. and from there you know the the reaction from people were like so great and it was just like wow like we should have been did this yeah it was actually (laughs) overwhelming we were like y'all really like
0: us (laughs) (laughs) no for real
1: like the website was going crazy and i mean like for me because we um the person that was originally supposed to do our website didn't and i had to like get on youtube university and learn how to create Mm. this website i was very nervous about the website. I was like, oh my goodness, is this going to work? Did I do everything right? Are the links going to work? And I got a lot of positive feedback. People were like, who did that website?
0: <laughs> right. I thought it was a professional. Thank you. I Thank it. you. Um, doing a good job. So overwhelming response. How was your guys' first day of sales? Did it exceed your, your projected goals?
1: Honestly, because we did not want to be disappointed, we did mm-hmm. not create a goal. Mm. We just wanted to see, look, hey, we're going to throw it out there and see what it does.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But it did, yeah. ex- it, it, you know, not that we had an expectation, but we did really well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um mm-hmm. And because our website is through Shopify, they'll tell you how, like, oh, and compared to other stores, your store is doing this. So our store did exceptionally well mm-hmm. compared mm-hmm. to other stores, like within their
0: first week. What? Is the future for both of you and Curls No Lie?
1: Like Latoya mentioned earlier, we want to not depend so much on Instagram mm-hmm. and, you know, just focus on our customers we have that are signed up for our um, newsletters and do better with sending out more newsletters, maybe do a blog. Mm-hmm. Um, we also eventually do want to offer more products, like just simple stuff as, you know, like tangling brushes, bonnets. Um, spray bottles just more things that speak to natural hair
2: mm-hmm. yes for the bonnet mm-hmm. <laughs> also like right now we're like looking into like grants and like trying to find resources to like kind of like fund things without using our personal <laughs> <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and so like that's really like our main focus right now and really just like like do all the things that Ashley listed and just really like turn it into something that we never have seen before. And I like it's hard to really explain, but like once it happens, it happens. Um mm-hmm. and just really like giving people like a better understanding of what natural hair is. Oh, I can't wait to see what
0: happens with you. Thank guys. you. <laughs> So now we're going to jump into what I like to call the advice round. Okay. So I'll ask a question and you both could take turns with the first thing that comes to mind. You guys ready? Yes. Sure. Okay. What is
2: one thing that you feel helped you find your purpose? Huh, this is like something that I've, I am someone who goes to therapy and this is something that I mm-hmm. talk to him with my therapist so much. It's like not being so focused on, what I thought I was supposed to do mm-hmm. at my age. Um
0: mm-hmm.
2: because I turned 30 this year and I just thought like, oh, I'm gonna be popping popping at 30. And mm-hmm. you know, I'm popping, but I'm not popping <laughs> popping. <laughs> um, and so like, you know, I would used to be like so harsh on myself and so like, you know, like oh my God and, and do the comparison game. And Um, You know, just going into therapy, like it really has taught me to just be more gentle on myself. And with me being gentle with myself has made me be more gentle to, to other people. And I think like just really like being able to analyze myself has made me able to just analyze the world in a way that, you know, a lot of people don't even think to look at. And I think that is like a passion for me. Um, But I can also say that my passion is still being defined. Like I don't necessarily think like I just have a clear understanding of like what my passion is. And so just going back to like giving myself the grace and the mercy to, you know, give to still like explore and still like, you know, just see what works for me and what doesn't is like has like saved my life because, you know, when you watch TV, you on um, Instagram and social media, you think you're supposed to just have it all when in reality, people only show just a little glimpse of their life, which is just the wins. And, you know, life is so much more than that. So just like, you know, just being gentle with myself and just allowing myself to like explore life on my own pace. And eventually everything will make sense. For me, I
1: just pay attention to how I feel when I do certain activities. Mm -hmm. And I just remember, um, you know, like when the pandemic first hit and I was working from home and working on curls, no lie. It was almost like I enjoyed and I was much more relaxed when I was working on Curls no lie stuff. I could literally mm-hmm. do it all day. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it didn't matter how many hours it took. It just made me happy. And it brought a sense of peace. Like, ooh, I'm enjoying this. Or, ooh, what can we do next? Like, um, we have a Google Doc that anytime, you know, an idea comes in our head, we throw it on the Google Doc. And mm-hmm. we have so many ideas. Like, just randomly tell you text me, like guess what this is what I'm thinking I mean not right now but eventually I want to do that and we just Mm -hmm. bounce off each other like we just we find so much joy in doing it and I think that's what it was for me I'm like wow I really feel good doing this it doesn't stress me out even the setbacks we've had
0: it still Mm -hmm. doesn't stress me out
1: it's like okay you know what I'm gonna figure it out and it's gonna work out
0: what is one piece of advice you would give a black woman who is in search of her purpose
2: get a therapist (laughs) 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 that's a good start no I, i definitely do because like as black people i think like we like we've been through so much and it's so much to unpack i feel like everyone has their own traumas and things that set us off our triggers and so forth like um just get someone to talk it out like just talk it out and i think in the midst of that you'll find something You'll find a little bit of purpose. You'll find a little bit of yourself. Um, but really just get an unbiased opinion to where, you know, you can just analyze yourself and analyze what you like and don't like. So, yes, get a therapist, please. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I definitely agree. I, I am an avid therapy goer as well. Um, <laughs> but to piggyback off of that, I think also spending time with yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, as we know, like last year caused us to kind of be in solitude, be alone, like mm-hmm. learn ourselves instead of you know being in the crowd, being outside, mm-hmm. and just like with social media, just like with being out, like you you see what other people are doing, it's like oh this is this is working for you, maybe it'll work for me, and that that's not your path. Mm-hmm. So I think like just spending time with yourself, focusing on and just thinking about what it is that you enjoy, what it is that that you like, what are you good at?
0: What is one goal-oriented item that you do daily to keep you on track with your purpose? Prayer
1: and journaling. Exactly.
0: <laughs> I, was I used to, to be,
1: <laughs> I used to be so against journaling because, like, I was that kid that had the diary. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm not a kid. I'm not gonna write this stuff down. But no, it really helps. It's really therapeutic to just sometimes if something is on your mind, just write it out. It doesn't even have to make sense. Just just write it out tear it up go back and reread it and that's something that really works for me or just writing down my goals mm-hmm. writing down what i want to do even if it's for the week maybe for the week for the month for the year
2: mm-hmm. um i also was gonna say prayer or just having like just a moment to like reflect and like just you know thank whoever you serve like for just being able to wake up and then like For me, just making a mental note of all the things that I need to do and like what do I want to accomplish today or what do I want to try to accomplish today Um, and then just kind of go from there. But I definitely need to like connect spiritually and then, you know, from there, I I think I can go on and do what Mm -hmm. I need to do. Such great advice,
0: you guys. So last question, where can people find you on social media and what's your website?
1: Our website
0: is curlsno lie.com
1: and lie is spelled Mm L-Y-E. And our business Instagram is Curls underscore no lie.
0: I enjoyed having you guys in the chair. Thank you so much. I'm so happy as a fellow TSU grad. We are really out here doing it. (laughs) We (laughs) are. And I'm so happy and proud of you ladies for starting this community.
2: Thank you. Thank you you so much for having us. Right. Like, it's a pleasure to be here for sure. Yeah, it was no thought. I was like, oh, Whitney, want to talk? Let's do it.
0: Hey, Queen. Thanks for listening to the Black Woman Unfiltered podcast. If you enjoy the show, Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other Black queens like you who are searching to hear stories about Black women finding their purpose and owning their truth, find the show. If you want to hear more from me, follow me on Instagram at Black Women Unfiltered Podcast. Also, check out the website at www.blackwomenunfiltered.net for weekly episode recaps. As always, have a great week.